The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Tuesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year A, cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the memorial of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mary's presentation was celebrated in Jerusalem in the 6th century. A church was built there in honor of this mystery. The Eastern Church was more interested in the feast, but it does appear in the West in the 11th century. Now, Mary's presentation can't be proven historically, but it has an important theological purpose. It continues the impact of the feasts of the Immaculate Conception and of the birth of Mary. It emphasizes that the holiness conferred on Mary from the beginning of her life on earth continued through her early childhood and beyond. Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions all of my affections and desires, all of my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we pray for the Holy Father as he fulfills his mission. May he continue to accompany the flock entrusted to him with the help of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today we're celebrating the feast of the presentation of Mary. And this feast goes back to a tradition that Mary as a child was brought to the temple by her parents, Joachim and Anna, and dedicated to God in some special way. It's a tradition, we don't find it in the gospel, but it's an old tradition. And we can think of that small girl, young Mary, with her immense dignity being brought to the temple where she is presented and, and, well, only ever treated by others as a small little girl. Joachim and Anna know her true dignity, however. Her dignity is much, much greater than that of the temple in which she is being presented. But nobody knows that. It's completely invisible to everybody. And yet, something we see in Our Lady, we see it in one of the apparitions to St. Bernadette in Lourdes. And so that St. Bernadette says about the apparitions of Our Lady in Lourdes, she said that Our Lady treated her like a queen. Bernadette probably treated Our Lady like a queen, but that Our Lady treated her 
as if she were royalty. And she used the very polite form when she addressed her lady, where sorry, when she addressed Bernadette. She didn't say tu, but what. Uh, so the polite, formal form of address, kind of unusual for even any adult to address a child with this polite, respectful form. But Bernadette really felt that when she was being addressed by Our Lady, that Our Lady was treating her as if she, Bernadette, was the one who was true royalty. And I think we find that again in today's Gospel. The Gospel chosen for the feast is the Gospel which involves Zacchaeus, this wealthy tax collector who has an encounter with Jesus as Jesus goes through his town of Jericho. And we're told about Zacchaeus, we're told that he's wealthy, we're told that he's a tax collector, and we're told that he is short of stature. He's short. But it says short stature, which is kind of interesting because stature can also mean, mean your, your standing, your reputation with others, what people think of you, is your, your status, your stature. And surely, surely he did have a very short stature amongst the people of Jericho because he was a tax collector and that meant he was hated by them. And we're told that when Jesus is going through Jericho, there's a big crowd there lining the road that Jesus is, is passing along, people thronging to try to see him, but he cannot see Jesus. And it's very, very likely that not only can he not see Jesus because he's kind of short and he can't see over the people, but that the people of Jericho are making sure that he doesn't get anywhere near the front. And we might say they have very sharp elbows, making sure to keep him back. And another thing about Zacchaeus is that they treat him as if he's nobody, really. And he, in a certain sense, has imbibed that. In other words, he really has lost his sense of self-esteem. Because he climbs up a tree like a little boy, which for a grown man is a little bit embarrassing to be caught climbing trees like a little child. That's what he does. He climbs this tree, doesn't care what people think anymore because they have no respect for him. And and so he's kind of lost his respect for himself and he climbs the tree. Now he's looking down. And then... The, be, the encounter with Jesus begins. And we're told that when Jesus was passing by, he looked up at Zacchaeus. That's the first thing. Everybody else looked down at Zacchaeus, the short man, the despised man. Jesus actually looks up at him. Jesus calls him by his name, Zacchaeus. And then he, he gives him back all his standing, his stature, because he gives him the honor of inviting himself to stay in the house of Zacchaeus that day. So you remember, he says, Zacchaeus, come down, or I must stay at your house today. That's a great honor for Zacchaeus. You can imagine all the people of Jericho, any one of them would have loved to hear Jesus say that to them. But he says it to Zacchaeus. He gives him back his dignity. Zacchaeus suddenly finds himself treated as somebody with dignity. And that leads to his conversion. And there's this famous conversion where he promises to restore any money that he's stolen and all these things in front of everybody. They're not happy. They're not happy that, that Jesus is going to his house and they grumble. But, but Jesus even then says explicitly, this man 
as dignity. Because Jesus says uh, at the end of the scene, he says, this man too is a son of Abraham. In other words, he, has, he should be honoured. He should be treated with dignity. And maybe in a way he's kind of giving out to the people of Jericho for treating Zacchaeus so badly, removing all his dignity from him. Reminds me a little bit of uh, the story, the parable that Jesus tells of the prodigal son, the wonderful story of the, with the two brothers, but the younger brother goes off and loses all his money and his dignity in the far-off country, behaving very badly. He comes back with no sense of dignity anymore, and, and he just thinks, well, at best I'll be treated like a servant in my father's house. What's the first thing the father does? He gives him back the symbols of his dignity his sandals, they're much very nice sandals. He's barefoot, he's spent all his money and pawned his nice sandals and the father gives him back nice new sandals, a robe. You can imagine an expensive, fine robe. And then the kind of, the, 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 the icing on the cake is ring. You can imagine a big gold ring, a real symbol of dignity. So the father says, you have not lost dignity in my eyes. I treat you with your dignity. Very important for us to learn that lesson. That people, even if they've thrown away their own dignity, like the, like the, the younger son in the parable that Jesus tells us, or maybe even Zacchaeus, you know, probably he was up to no good in his tax collecting and, and he was all these kind of things that the tax collectors were in, in the time of Jesus. But really their dignity is still there underneath it all. And maybe God is waiting for you, for me, give the person back their dignity. Use their name, their personal name, the way Jesus calls Zacchaeus. You know, uses his name in this kind of very respectful kind of way. Treating them not just as a son of Abraham, but a child of God. And maybe only through the way that we, we treat them, that they will rediscover, yes, I am a child of God. I have this dignity which I have forgotten about, that I've some way thought I'd lost, but I haven't really lost it. We think back to Our Lady again. And I love that, the way that she speaks to a young girl, a little peasant girl, in, in the little village of Lourdes, and she treats her so respectfully. Because, of course, Our Lady's not making it up. This, she deserves the respect. Bernadette, little Bernadette, is a child of God. She is this of infinite dignity, that no matter how poor or uneducated she is, she is this quasi-infinite dignity. Let's ask Jesus, as we finish up this 10 minutes of prayer, let's ask Our Lady on her feast day, help me to also discover in people their dignity, treat them in a way as you do with Bernadette and Jesus does with Zacchaeus, treat people like royalty. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And of course, you'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
It's the memorial of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, November 21st, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, the Son of Mary. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The The Lord Lord is is just. just. He He will defend defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires, 
The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies regard him with contempt. He thinks, Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds, the innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on the watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart, God forget, he hides his face, he does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is just, he will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, he will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak one to another, with lying lips, with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength, our lips are our own, who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to salvation through your life-giving word. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words of the Lord are true, like like silver from from the furnace. furnace. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and cherish it in their hearts. From the book of the prophet Zechariah, an oracle, the word of the Lord is upon the land of Hadrach, and Damascus is its resting place. For the cities of Aram are the Lord's, as are the tribes of Israel, Hamath also on its border, Tyre too, and Sidon, however wise they be. Tyre built herself a stronghold, and heaped up silver like dust and gold like the mire of the street. Lo, the Lord will strip her of her possessions, and smite her power on the sea, and she shall be devoured by fire. Ashkelon shall see it and be afraid, Gaza also, she shall be in great anguish. Ekron too, for her hope shall come to naught. The king shall disappear from Gaza, and Ashkelon shall not be inhabited, and the base-born shall occupy Ashdod. I will destroy the pride of the Philistine, and take from his mouth his bloody meat, and his abominations from between his teeth. He also shall become a remnant for our God, and shall be like a family in Judah, and Ekron shall be like the Jebusite. I will encamp my house as a guard, that none may pass to and fro. No oppressor shall pass over them again. For now I have regard for their affliction. Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he. Meek and riding on an ass, on the colt, the foal of an ass. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The warrior's bow shall be banished, and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you, for the blood of your covenant with me, I will bring forth your prisoners from the dungeon. In the return to the fortress of the waiting prisoners, this very day I will return you Double for your exile, for I will bend Judah as my bow. I will arm myself with Ephraim. I will arouse your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Yavan, and I will use you as a warrior's sword. The Lord shall appear over them, and his arrow shall shoot forth as lightning. The Lord God shall sound the trumpet and come in a storm from the south. The Lord of hosts shall be a shield over them. They shall overcome slinging stones and trample them underfoot. They shall drink blood like wine, till they are filled with it like libation bowls, like the corners of the altar. And the Lord their God shall save them on that day. His people, like a flock, for they are the jewels in a crown raised aloft over his head. For 
What wealth is theirs, and what beauty! Grain that makes the youth flourish, and new wine the maiden. Ask of the Lord rain in the spring season. It is the Lord who makes the storm clouds and sends men the pouring rain for everyone, grassy fields. For the teraphim speak nonsense, and the diviners have false visions. Deceitful dreams they tell, empty comfort they offer. This is why they wander like sheep, wretched. They have no shepherd. The word of the Lord. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Jerusalem. Look, Look now, now, your, your king, king, the, the just, just one who will save you, is coming. He is lowly and seated on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus found a donkey and mounted it. As scripture says, Look, Look now, your, your king, the just one who will save you, is coming. He is lowly and seated on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. From a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. Stretching out his hand over his disciples, the Lord Christ declared, Here are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who does the will of my Father who sent me is my brother and my sister, and my mother. I would urge you to ponder these words. Did the Virgin Mary, who believed by faith, and conceived by faith, who was the chosen one from whom our Savior was born among men, who was cr created by Christ before Christ was created in her, did she not do the will of the Father? Indeed, the Blessed Mary certainly did the Father's will, and so it was for her a greater thing to have been Christ's disciple than to have been his mother, and she was more blessed in her discipleship than in her motherhood. Hers was the happiness of first bearing in her womb him whom she would obey as her master. Now, listen and see if the words of Scripture do not agree with what I have said. The Lord was passing by, and crowds were following him. His miracles gave proof of divine power, and a woman cried out, Happy is the womb that bore you. Blessed is that womb. But the Lord, not wishing people to seek happiness in a purely physical relationship, replied, More blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Mary heard God's word and kept it, and so she is blessed. She kept God's truth in her mind, a nobler thing than carrying his body in her womb. The truth and the body were both Christ. He was kept in Mary's mind, insofar as he is truth. He was carried in her womb, insofar as he is man. But what is kept in the mind is of a higher order than what is carried in the womb. The Virgin Mary is both holy and blessed, and yet the Church is greater than she. Mary is a part of the Church, a member of the Church, a holy and eminent, the most eminent member, but still only a member of the entire body. The body undoubtedly is greater than she, one of its members. This body has the Lord for its head, and head and body together make up the whole Christ. In other words, our head is divine. Our head is God. Now, beloved, give me your whole attention, for you also are members of Christ. You also are the body of Christ. Consider how you yourselves can be among those of whom the Lord said, Here are my mother and my brothers. 
Do you wonder how you can be the mother of Christ? He himself said, Whoever hears and fulfills the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. As for our being the brothers and sisters of Christ, we can understand this because although there is only one inheritance and Christ is the only Son, His mercy would not allow Him to remain alone. It was His wish that we too should be heirs of the Father and co-heirs with Himself. Now, having said that all of you are brothers of Christ, shall I not dare to call you his mother? Much less would I dare to deny his own words. Tell me how Mary became the mother of Christ if it was not by giving birth to the members of Christ. You to whom I am speaking are the members of Christ. Of whom were you born? Of Mother Church, I hear the reply of your hearts. You became sons of this mother at your baptism. You came to birth then as members of Christ. Now you in turn must draw to the font of baptism as many as you possibly can. You became sons when you were born there yourselves. And now by bringing others to birth in the same way, you have it in your power to become the mothers of Christ. I will cry out with joy to the Lord. My soul will rejoice in my God. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation, like a bride adorned with her jewels. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation, like a bride adorned with her jewels. Let us pray. As we venerate the glorious memory of the Most Holy Virgin Mary, Grant, we pray, O Lord, through her intercession, that we too may merit to receive from the fullness of your grace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The story of a man short of stature who also happened to be a tax collector. In today's Gospel, in just a few minutes, on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the memorial of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the story of Zacchaeus. A wee little man and a wee little man was he, if you remember the song. And it's from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and rich. He sought to see who Jesus was, but could not on account of the crowd, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. When the crowd saw it, they all murmured. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods 
I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The Zacchaeus tree still stands in Jericho, and it is believed that it is growing from the same roots as 2,000 years ago. It's the memorial of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and more than any of the legends of Mary living in the temple throughout all of her youth, what we learn from this feast is about finding and accepting our vocation. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. We know very little about Our Lady's life until the moment the Archangel appears to her to announce that she has been chosen by God to become the mother of His eternal Son. Mary's existence on earth up to that decisive moment must have been wholly unique, however, since she was full of grace from the first moment of her Immaculate Conception. Throughout her life, God watched over her with a singular predilection and an unrepeatable love. At the same time, Our Lady was a normal child who grew up like all the other children in her neighborhood. She was the delight of her contemporaries in all the circumstances and events of her everyday life in an ordinary town. St. Luke is notably diligent in examining all of the sources that can offer personal information concerning the people he describes. In the case of Mary's childhood, however, he omits any mention of specific facts. Our Lady most probably never mentioned anything about her earliest years since there would be very little in them of extraordinary interest. The most important events of her life happen in the intimacy of her soul, in the context of a continual dialogue with God the Father. At the Annunciation, the Almighty calmly awaits her correspondence for the incarnation of the Son of God to occur. O Most Holy Mother, Why do you remain silent about the years of your childhood? The apocryphal Gospels relate pious lies that are really deceitful images of your true nature. They falsely inform us that you lived day and night in the temple where the angels brought you meals and conversed with you. Such fabrications represent you to us as far removed from our daily experience. In reality, the course of Our Lady's everyday life very much resembled the ordinary tasks and duties of our own daily lives. The feast we celebrate today does not have its origin in the gospel, but in ancient tradition. The Church, however, does not accept the fictitious narrative that supposes Our Lady to have lived in the temple under a vow of virginity from the time she was a young maiden. But the essential basis of today's feast is firm the personal oblation that the Blessed Mother made to the Lord during her early youth. She was moved by the Holy Spirit to consecrate her life to God, who filled her with grace from the first moment of her conception. Mary's complete dedication was efficacious and continued to grow as her life went on. Her example moves us not to withhold anything in our own life of dedication to the Lord. 
Today we celebrate the complete surrender the Blessed Virgin makes to God's plans for the salvation of mankind. In the light of her total commitment, which implies the state of virginity, Our Lady will later say to the Archangel Gabriel, I know not man. In this way, she tactfully reveals an entire history of fidelity to God that takes place deep within her soul. Mary already personifies the fulfillment of the New Testament affirmation of virginity's superiority of state over marriage. Its higher vocation in no way lessens the sanctity of marriage, which Christ himself raised to the dignity of a sacrament. Let us ask Our Lady's help today in living our own dedication to the full in whatever state God has placed us, in accordance with the specific vocation we have received from the Lord. Talk with Our Lady, and tell her trustingly, O Mary, in order to live the ideal which God has set in my heart, I need to fly very high, ever so high. It is not sufficient to detach yourself with God's help from the things of this world, recognizing them as the merest clay. More is needed. Even if you were to put the whole universe in a pile under your feet to get closer to heaven, it wouldn't suffice. You have to fly without the support of anything here on earth, relying on the voice and the inspiration of the Spirit. And you will tell me, but my wings are stained and smeared with the clinging mud of many years. And I repeat, turn to Our Lady. Mary, you should say to her again, I can hardly get off the ground. The earth draws me like an accursed magnet. Mary, you can make my soul take off on that glorious and definitive flight which has as its destination the very heart of God. Trust in her, for she is listening to you. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas. On the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin, preserve the innocence of our hands, and keep our minds from vanity, so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man man whose deeds deeds are blameless and and his his heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Praise Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp, With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. Oh, sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful, and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy 
whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth, he who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. A reading from Isaiah. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. The Lord has chosen her, his loved one, from the beginning. The The Lord Lord has chosen her, his his loved loved one, from from the beginning. beginning. He has taken her to live with him, his his loved loved one, one, from from the beginning. beginning. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord has has chosen chosen her, his his loved one, from from the beginning. beginning. Blessed are you, Mary, because you believed that the Lord's words to you would be fulfilled. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Mary, because you believed that the Lord's words to you would be fulfilled. Alleluia. 
Let us glorify our Savior, who chose the Virgin Mary for his mother. Let us ask him. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Son of Justice, the Immaculate Virgin was the white dawn, announcing your rising. Grant that we may always live in the light of your coming. May May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Eternal Word, you chose Mary as the uncorrupted ark of your dwelling place. Free us from the corruption of sin. May May your your mother intercede for us, Lord. Savior of mankind, your mother stood at the foot of your cross. Grant through her intercession that we may rejoice to share in your passion. May your your mother mother intercede for us, Lord. With ultimate generosity and love, you gave Mary as a mother to your beloved disciple. Help us to live as worthy sons of so noble a mother. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Incarnate Lord, help us like Mary to ponder the ways in our own lives that we can make you a dwelling place in our hearts. We pray to the Lord. May your mother intercede for us, Lord. Let us conclude our prayers with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As we venerate the glorious memory of the Most Holy Virgin Mary, Grant, we pray, O Lord, through her intercession, that we too may merit to receive from the fullness of your grace. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. And so Tuesday Good News Day begins. Go on out now and share the good news. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.